Welcome to Mare Studies. I'm Jill. I was a, that was a great hey. Considering that how was lethargic so I am. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I'm Lucas. I'm the other host. I am so excited for today's episode. Why are we both talking so loud? They're because I, down. I'm super excited, man. I Did love this, this song. I picked this song. I oh. love this song. This song makes me so happy. I've been like singing it the last couple of days and just puts me in a good mood. It, it does? It really does. I'm just going to... It's last train home we're supposed to prepare for, right? Are you kidding me, right? You're kidding me. You're kidding? You're joking? No, that's the song. Yeah, it's the oh. song. It's last train home. Yeah. Okay, I don't, I don't think it's a feel-good song. But anyways, before we get into it, let's talk about John in the News. All right. Oh, wait. First, I have oh. to say, this is episode 24 My of bad. Mayor Studies. My bad. And yes, the song is from Saw Rock, the, tie, or the leading tr- the lead-off track, the first <laughs> single designed specifically for this song, or for this album. Last train home. You're way too excited. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, so I guess there's this country singer named Jana Kramer. Mm. Mm. And she alluded to having gone on a date with John Mayer. Oh, okay. That's my John in the News segment. I'm That's done. it? <laughs> that was a very like begrudging John in the News dating, segment. They're not still dating, so I should be perkier. I want John to find love. I just want to handpick the person for him. It doesn't even have to be me, although it should be. I just I want to make sure it's someone worthy. I don't know anything about her, so maybe she is. I was going to say, can you give me a little bit more context here? She's very pretty and and is famous. Okay. That's all I got. I didn't I didn't know who she was until it came up today when I searched for John in the News. I mean, it sounds vaguely familiar. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's it. We can go into song bio, except for I have a fun song bio fact. Oh, I'd love it. Let's hear it. So, in, in preparation for the podcast, I was going to look up this person's name, but instead I napped. Okay. Um, but there was this girl. So, John released part of the song, parts of the song on TikTok. Okay. Leading up to releasing the song. Mm-hmm. And I even used, it was no words, it was just music. Mm-hmm. And then he released a little bit of music. And this girl who is like a singer and plays music and does stuff on YouTube was like, I'm going to write the rest of John's song. I'm going to guess what it sounds like from what I have. She wrote a whole song, made a video to it, posted it. John was like, OMG, absolutely fabulous. This is so cool that you did that. And sent her the song before it got released. So she could make a video about it and then eventually review the song. And I just thought that was, like, really fun. Yeah, she was the first person to hear it. Oh, so you do know what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm totally you know familiar her name? with the story. I'm just going to look it up. It's Mary. Yeah, Mary. Last name with an S. Mary S. Mary, That's last name with an S. That's my mom's name, Mary S. Yeah, maybe it was your mom. She <laughs> might have been your mom. Is your mom British? No. Oh, okay. She's, uh, yeah, a British musician, mm-hmm. YouTuber, blogger. And yeah, so John released the so she heard she had the whole first verse, mm-hmm. but only the first verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she may have had part of the second verse because she got the lyrics dead on for part of the second verse. And so either that was just like a really good guess for her, mm-hmm. or she just like picked up I think on the she on the pattern. It. That's a pretty yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've listened to it. Did you listen to her song, her version of it? Uh, not recently. I just listened to it when it happened. Okay, yeah. I listened to her version of it. And this is no shade at her mm-hmm. because I think it's super incredible to try and construct a song. Without. John's is better. Well, yeah. But like, <laughs> I think she even knew. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the get was super cool. And then he, she got, she gets this voice message. Hey, yeah. it's John Mayer. Can you imagine I would die? Do you want to listen to my song? Here's how it goes. Like, yeah. The, I, what I was curious about when I was watching her video about that is what was the transmission method? How did he send that to her? Was it a link that she listened to online? 
Did he send her the actual file via Dropbox? I don't know how you or... musicy people send each other stuff. Well, so as this is a point of much contention in my circles, right? Because mm. I have an Android phone. My God, we know. It's so annoying. Right? Our, pod- <laughs> our podcast would sound better if it was on an iPhone. Oh, my goodness. You record 4D on an iPhone. And, and I think s- it sounds better. Do you really? I do. I'm going to have to A-B it. Okay, well, I don't know what that means, but... My ears don't lie. <laughs> Much like Shakira's hips. I was about to say that. Um, but yeah, so like they're with my everyone else, everyone else I do music with has an iPhone, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Oh, I'll airdrop this song to you." Blah 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 blah. And then I'm over here on Android, like you can't airdrop it to me, but hey, I made this Google Drive folder for us that we share that you can just pop the song in no, and I can listen to it. Too much work. What kind of phones does your family have? Oh, my whole my whole house is Android. Oh, I can't even. Okay, moving yeah. on. Anyways. Not enough time in the podcast to discuss how annoying that is. Yes. So anyways, that's a good start to the song bio. Mm -hmm. He did tease it. This was like the first written for Saw Brock song that was released. Obviously, New Light was already out, but New Light wasn't written for Saw Saw Brock, but it is included on Saw Brock. Right. Carry uh, Carry Me Away, same story, right? Mm -hmm. It was written independent of this album. So this was the first time we heard something that was like, oh, this is what the album's going to be. Um, and yeah, teased it, released it a little bit. Was New Light the first song we did on the podcast? New Light was episode number one. I always yeah. think about you because how much we laughed about 40 in the friend zone yes. before the podcast. But go on. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and so this is, we've covered a couple of songs from this album now. Um, so same story. It's Aaron Sterling on uh, drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Hurley on bass. Greg Fillingains, uh is on keys. But also John Mayer is credited with playing keys on this song as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember hearing it for the first time when that EP came out. I keep referring to that EP that came up for the record that had all, all the good songs on it. Mm-hmm. And just putting it on in the car and be like, oh, this is just a, it's a, it's a bop, man. And so It is a bop. I'll agree with that. A lot of people have compared the song to a, like, like a Toto song. Are you familiar with Toto? I swear to gosh, Lucas. Yes, I know who Toto is. So last time you got mad at me because I was talking about Black Bear. Here's... But Toto's been around forever. <laughs> and everyone I played this for at work mm-hmm. was like, why are you playing a Toto song? Why can't John come up with his own ideas? Well, do you know that both the percussionist, Lenny Castro, I do. and the keyboard player, Greg Fillingangs, have both played with Toto? I did know that. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> um, also, I want to point out, you said you got so mad at me because you're like, not mad, but you're like, you didn't know who Black Bear was when I referenced Black Bear right. last week's episode. Right. But you like the MGK song, uh, My All Ex's Best Friend. Yes. That, see, Black Bear is the other guy on that song. No way. Yes. So I do know who he is. And then I sent Well, I know you, who he is now because you sent it to me. Right. And I, I did enjoy his music. The MGK uh, so, uh, song from the MGK second album, mm-hmm. the makeup sex song. Mm-hmm. And Black Bear is the other guy on that song as well. So look at me. I did know this whole time. Yeah. But then you sent me Black Bear's music. Then I sent you so an actual Black really Bear song. So now I really be knowing. Yeah. Now you're in there. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. There's that's... a lot of notable versions to yes. go over. So okay. we might as well jump in. Yes. I want to talk about my favorite version. Okay, can I talk about tonight. my favorite version? You can. That's what we're here to do. I went to a John Mayer concert. Mm. This was my first John Mayer concert. Oh, and how only did you get into right that concert? Now, um, through my good looks and charm. Absolutely not. From free tickets, I went on the radio and gave Courtesy you. of my co-host, absolutely. <laughs> All credit to you. Thank you very much. It was a really special night. Very welcome. Um, that you, I couldn't have had without you. That was super cool of you. Literally, I you wouldn't it. have had the tickets. Absolutely. I, I really very appreciate, much appreciate that. And I really appreciated it 
as soon as the music started. And the lights. It's just drums. Such a vibe. Just Steve Roney. Just Such a doo, vibe. Cha, doo, mm-hmm. cha, doo. Just a very simple groove. Lenny Castro playing some, and it's just like, oh, I'm immediately there. Mm-hmm. That synth line, that keyboard line comes in the, the do, do, mm-hmm. and it's just, I'm so happy that I'm there. And I'm like, why, would I, why have I not come to see John Mayer before? I'm instantly like, this was all worth it. Two yeah, notes in. That's all you needed. Do, do, yeah. Two notes. And I'm like, this is so great. This is so fun. That song, I was flying during that song. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. It got a strong response from the crowd. Mm-hmm. My mom, who I've referenced going to see the show with before, who was like knows a lot of his music but not all of it, was like immediately like, this is phenomenal yeah and we got there so early because that's just how we roll right so we felt like we've been waiting forever you know i thought oh my god she's gonna be over it before it starts and immediately re-engaged mm-hmm. because it was just i don't know because it is a bop i i now i see you're saying why it makes you happy i think the lyrical content you could be sad about maybe totally. but the song just on the surface yeah now what you said earlier makes sense so i apologize for not understanding that's all right i need to come you didn't have come come around. Senses. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come to my senses. You're, you're a smart, smart lady. You'd come to agree with me eventually. It's <laughs> <That's> debatable. Uh, <laughs> Both things are debatable. <laughs> um, and I also like it better live because on the recording, the synth is very 80s heavy. Mm-hmm. It's very dated sounding. I know that's the point, mm-hmm. but it just feels better live to me for some reason. It feels less contrived, mm-hmm. maybe because it's without like some of the recording techniques that were done sure. to make it feel more 80s and yeah. some playing it live. Yeah. It just feels more authentic live to it's me. It's just such a smart way to start the concert. And I agree. I have written down album version good, mm-hmm. seeing it on tour, great. Yeah. Like, it was really, it gave me a new appreciation for the song, which I liked fine already, but then I was like, okay, I'm really into this. But speaking of the overly 80s vibe yeah. you referred to it, let's talk about the video. Okay, let's talk about the video. Okay. <laughs> With your level of enthusiasm. The the best part of the video. Okay. Absolute best scene the in dogs. the video. No! Oh. You're, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say the dogs, but that's not it. It's Greg Fillingain's keyboard player. Standing. Going like this? No. One... He's facing, facing the, ostensibly the audience or the camera. Uh-huh. He's got a rack of keyboards on this left-hand mm-hmm. side. He's got a rack of keyboards on his right-hand side. Mm-hmm. And he's standing out, arms stretched like Moses parting the Red Sea, playing these keyboards as on? far away from each other as he Possible, possibly yeah. can. Like, it's just, it's, I am such a fan of just ostensive, ostensive, like, uh, uh, ostentatious, that's what I'm looking for. Ostentatious displays oh, okay. of like playing your instrument. Yeah. There's no way this makes any sense to play him that far away, but it looks so cool. It's just, yeah. you're, you're cutting such a giant figure. You're taking up so much physical space with your arms fully stretched playing these keyboards. It's great. Now, I love it. Now, when you saw the concert, did he get out and like do some dance moves? He might have. Oh, yeah. Big dancer. Adorbs. Obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Like I've always said, if you can get my eye to move Uh from John, you're doing something right. Yes. So what I want to say about the video was that of all the sob rock-ish videos, Uh this one's my favorite. Okay. Because it felt authentically Mm -hmm. old school. I wouldn't call that 80s. I would call it early 90s, maybe. 
but like the whole the bands playing but then also it's like behind the scenes right the like graininess of some mm-hmm. of the shots the girl with just way too big of hair randomly there <laughs> taking photos yeah. is she a love interest is she not nope we just had to make sure a hot chick was in the video didn't she absolutely look like she could have been in like dirty dancing or like top gun she it could was have been excellent the... casting yes. and excellent hairdressing yes and the most important part of this video which is no one's going to agree with me is the dogs no, 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 it's not the dogs. I do appreciate the dogs. Then there's a whole, are those Jennifer Aniston's dogs? Oh, okay. Someone debunked that, and mm-hmm. it wasn't. Is, which we haven't even talked about how she's part of it yet, but is Baron Morris. Because oh, yes. I think the first time I heard the full song was me watching the video. Okay. So she's not in the video, and Until suddenly she is. the very end, yes. But she is wearing, have you ever seen the movie, the original Can't Buy Me Love? No, I don't think I've ever seen any Can't Buy Me Love. I'm going to need you to stop what we're doing and Although, go watch that Although, I may have seen Love Don't Cost a Thing, which is apparently a version of that. Okay, I don't know about that. But in the film, the whole reason the girl has to be paid to pretend to be this guy's boyfriend uh-huh. is because she borrows her mom's suede like leather jacket that has fringe on it with a matching skirt and like a tube top. Okay. And that outfit, oh, and she spills on it and ruins it and has to replace it. But anyways... Uh-huh. That outfit was so iconic. Mm -hmm. It was such a vibe. I saw the movie a thousand times, and then my sister went to the mall and bought a white denim jacket and a white denim skirt with a tube top, and like I wasn't allowed to wear it, but she was. Uh So this is a very specific to me experience, but Maren Morris is wearing, you know, she's wearing jeans, Mm -hmm. but there's still, it's very reminiscent of that outfit, and it just about killed me, and then all I could remember and think about was that outfit. And again, if you get me to forget about John Mayer, you're doing something impactful. Yeah, absolutely. I do feel like there's enough people who listen to the podcast who are around my age mm-hmm. which I, I, th- I was probably a little young to see the movie is more because of having an older sister but mm-hmm. around my age enough that they that that would speak to them too okay i actually loved the video everything about it um but that really i don't know if that was just because you know the 90s and 80s can kind of are coming back mm-hmm. oh um, absolutely so i don't know if that was more a choice on her part for hey this is trendy or hey this is trendy but it also is a callback it fits with the video i don't know what the outfit choice the decision making was there but i loved it and i love the whole video and it's just fabulous. Speaking of outfit choice, did you do you like how I have the hot pink and then the acid wash jeans that I'm wearing today to get it's in the spirit? It's a lot. There's 45 bracelets on your wrist. So but I'm trying to get in the spirit. Of, I really was. <laughs> of when I when I got dressed, I was like, what's the like most like last train home but outfit I, don't even I have? Think last train home was an 80s vibe. Do you think the video? The video. It, the video. So the video. So I understand what you're saying. The video is way more authentic feeling. Like late than 80s, shot early in the dark, 90s. Yeah. Wild Those blue. were almost caricatures of the 80s so i would say here's the best way i could describe it it's like not it's like john cougar mellencamp 80s that is such a good analogy or comparison i totally agree with that because it's that same thing but without the the artifice Mm -hmm. it's 80s by default not by intention yeah right it's not like an artistic it was the time when this happened right i also feel and i can't put my finger on why that it has a guns and roses vibe and I don't know why, because any video, when I think of them, I think of November Rain. It's the only video that comes to mind, and uh-huh. there's no similarities between this and that. But for some reason, there must be something. I saw something back, a filed in the recesses of my brain. Uh-huh. I think it was like a grainy shot. It's probably just a random girl standing in. Like, why is that girl there? <laughs> what is even happening? Why is the photographer female? Not that females shouldn't be there, but do you know what I mean? It's such an 80s thing. Like, you could not have a rock video without mm-hmm. a random, scantily clad, not that this she girl was scantily, not scantily clad, clad. She's the a, girl just doing some random thing. She was just doing a job that no, any human can do. No, she's beautiful, and, and she's fabulous. But do you it, know what like, I mean? It's just like, when well, we have to have a girl. Gotta have some eye candy. 
Um, I mean... In the 80s? Yeah. Oh, in the 80s, for sure. I mean, I guess I didn't... Then in the 90s, there was like grunge rock, and they were like, no, we don't need girls, we're fine. Oh, Guns N' Roses videos were all about Axel marrying a no, model. No, I said then it was grunge. Like oh. Nirvana didn't have like girls in their videos just yeah. for no reason. See, like you get rid of the girls and all of a sudden life gets a lot darker, right? Apparently, yeah, Those, very dark. not having a good time. <laughs> Those cats were not having a good time. So did you listen to the ballad version? I have listened to the ballad version. Mm -hmm. If the regular version of the song didn't exist, the ballad version would be perfectly fine. Like, I agree Oh, that's with that. a good song. I agree. However, the regular version does exist, and so it it suffers by comparison. Yeah. So the ballad version is a fine... I love when people do that. Play with your song. Mm -hmm. Release different versions of it. That's mm -hmm. great. I'm not mad that he did it. I listened to it once. Probably twice. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't ever need to listen to this again. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I agree I that the original, version. the original version is superior, mm -hmm. um, but I did like how like bluesy the ballad version mm -hmm. was. But it just feels so slow. So when we're talking about bluesy, I also want to mention this about the song. This is some of John Mayer's best guitar playing to me. Mm, okay. And I feel like I'm going to be in the minority there. Mm -hmm. But it's just so tasteful. I love the rhythmic stuff he does in the second verse. The do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Mm -hmm. It's just so great. Everything he plays is just as tasteful as can be. It's not pyrotechnics, mm -hmm. right? It's not like, oh, yeah. you know? It's just so perfect for the song. I love it. It's weird for me in the video that he switches between playing electric and playing acoustic What's up in with the that? video. Especially because I so I know that there's some acoustic in there somewhere when they do the song live. Mm -hmm. um, I David Ryan Harris. I almost called him like Ryan Par Ryan Harris Patrick, like Neil Harris. Neil Patrick yeah. Harris. Um, David Ryan Harris plays acoustic on that song mm -hmm. live. But it's so buried in the mix. Mm -hmm. Like you really if you hear that song, you, you really hear the synth, right? Yeah. You're hearing the synth and like a little bit of guitar, mm -hmm. but I'm assuming the, the acoustic guitar is just playing that same synth line as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he's just like, I do everything, look at me, you know. Yeah. Um, and also, did you notice that Maren Morris d did her, star her stuff remotely? Well, what do you mean? Remotely? She sang it remotely? She, record she recorded for the video. Her stuff for the video was shot remotely. It was not. She was not on set with John Mayer. Well, she I just assumed, but in theory, you would think she was just outside. What is that, like Grand Central Station? Or it was wherever. Grand Central Station in, yeah. in L.A., yeah. You would think she was just right outside from yeah. wherever she did shoot it, yeah. but, you know, with schedules, that doesn't surprise me. And also with the health epidemic that Pandemic, was taking place yeah. at the time. Yeah. Um, I would also like to say before we move on, you're going to love this. Mm. That's my favorite necklace of John Mayer's. Okay. And I'm not big on guys who wear jewelry. Yeah, sorry. You're literally wearing like 15 pieces of jewelry right now. I'm wearing three necklaces, mm -hmm. two earrings, and then three bracelets on each arm and a ring. Well, I can't do math, but that comes to about 15. Three, six, nine, <laughs> 10, 11, 12. 15. So anyways, um, I just like when he wears that necklace. That's all. Uh, how do you feel about his hair? I thought I thought he was looking really good in this video. I mean, I it's thought just, the hair worked for him. I'm gonna sound video. broken recordy. Mm -hmm. I just love the short hair. Now that he has it again, it's like I don't get mad that the longer hair existed because uh -huh. I know we're back where I prefer. Okay, if that makes sense. So right. It's not like a big talking point for me anymore. Right. But I will say, of the long hair, the best it looked was probably this video. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you kick us off for song meeting? I want to throw one other, other little tidbit. This oh, is yeah, for the no, die, so diehards about, about this song. Mm -hmm. If you watch him do it on a late night show, mm -hmm. I was watched like, there's like three different clips of it because he, he was promoting this. This, yeah. this album got promoted heavy. Yeah. Uh, Columbia put money into this record. Oh, yeah. In a way they hadn't for previous records in mm -hmm. a long time. Um, so he was on all the late night shows. You can tell that they play to a click track. And maybe even have backing stuff on the track, I don't know. But you can tell because John starts 
bopping before the song starts. Oh. So he is hearing he's it. hearing the click. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And you can see Aaron Sterling, Sterling the drummer, doing the same thing. He's getting mm-hmm. ready to come in, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and on the late night show, so not only do, are they playing with click track, which is great, and this exact same length every single time. Mm-hmm. Lots of people play with click track. That's awesome. But on the late night shows, it's a very short intro. Mm-hmm. It's like a one bar drums, do 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 do, cha da 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 da. But live, yeah. And every performance that wasn't like televised like that, mm-hmm. they just stretch it stretch out. Stretch it out big time. And I love it. I, know, I, love it I do out. remember being like, okay, is John going to come on stage? No, keep it going. <laughs> I, 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 I just need this for the rest and of I the night. And I love the light up song uh-huh. rock. Okay, we already talked about Anyways, that. Okay, so yes. what does the song mean? What do you think John meant? What does it mean to you? Why did you choose it? Et cetera. Um, so I, I chose this song because it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. It puts me in such a good mood. It, gives me, it energizes me. Mm-hmm. And I understand exactly what you said. I'm yeah. mostly responding to what the music is doing for me here. Yeah. Um, but also, I think, like, I don't know that this song is sad. I feel like this song is, like, accepting of my yeah. situation in life. Yeah. But there's also, like, a hopefulness to it, mm-hmm. to me. Um, so it's about the big picture. It's mm-hmm. about, he wants to get married. Yeah. He wants that, or whether legally married, he wants that one relationship. Yeah. He wants Love. to meet the one. Mm-hmm. You know, and he feels like time is running out, and he is telling everybody, "Hey, I'm not going to waste my time anymore. Mm-hmm. If you're, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it for real." Yeah. And uh, he w- said once uh, before one of the songs, one of his little banter pieces before a concert, someone asked him, "Hold up a sign that says, can I be your next ex-girlfriend?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "I'm not going to have another ex-girlfriend." Right. I'm going to date a country music star on my way, but <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean it's the ex-girlfriend. Like, I know. Sometimes people date, and it's not. That's a how you find girlfriends or yeah. boyfriends. Yeah. Um, partners right and so I that's what I think I think uh, that this song is very much about that same impulse of like mm-hmm. I don't want another ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. next time we go in we're going all the all way in. In. yeah totally and that's agree. pretty much what the entire song is about mm-hmm. um, I, I agree with that too like it's like a last chance for love we're mm-hmm. running out of time um, some of the lyrics confuse me okay but before we do that I'd like to share my favorite yeah which um, is, if you don't want to love me, let me go. Uh-huh. Which isn't some particularly clever lyric, mm-hmm. but it's just like, man, have we all been there. Right. Like, you're in or you're out. Right. Figure it out and tell me, and we both can move on. Let's not drag this out. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's favorite on the internet was, I'm not a fallen angel. I just fell behind. I'm out of luck, and I'm out of time. Mm-hmm. So that one's beautiful, big hit. And I put my heart where it don't belong because, boy, are you and I and everyone who've ever felt guilty of being like, nope, this is the one for me. (laughs) It's like, absolutely it's not. This is a terrible idea. What are you doing? I'm going to stick my heart here anyways and then be shocked when it gets shattered. Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, do you want to talk about your favorite lyrics before I say what oh, confuses me? Oh, well, you me? already mentioned my favorite lyric. I didn't realize that it was the internet's favorite lyric, but I, yeah. I do. I, I, I'm not a fallen angel. I just fell behind. It just stands that out. Everyone's going to feel the same is, about is, that. It is, yeah. is so great. But honestly, like, I really enjoy a, a lot of the things here. It's This is a song that you write when you're a person of a certain age. Right? This Pushing is not 40 a, in the friend zone? Yes. This is not a young person song. No. This is somebody who has been down this road a time or two. Mm-hmm. This is not their first rodeo. Yeah. And they are realizing that they've struck out yeah. a bunch. They've given things a try and it's not worked out. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, 
I think there's something so endearing about just being. This is where I'm at. Yeah. You know, like if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna roll me, you're gonna have to roll me all night long. Yeah. Because we are if we're doing this, we're gonna do it. Right. And I'm not I'm not playing games. Yeah. I'm not here just to like feel good about myself mm-hmm. right, if we're gonna do it we're gonna do it right. and we've we've given him some justifiable heat for songs in the past you know which actually the last song we did was the one with the parentheses i don't trust I don't myself trust me, yeah. parentheses loving you and i think it was neil waltmeyer who i read it i read his comment today it was right. great that was he great. sent a dm too that that echoed that where he where he mentioned first that we should call back to what we did like because people do give us feedback about mm-hmm. the podcast and then i always forget to talk about it uh-huh. so i'm going to start doing that like today when I talk about this. <laughs> but in his message, he was like, I am so with you guys. I never realized mm-hmm. until we really dove into the lyrics and talked about it, like how potentially toxic those lyrics right. were. I was just looking at it this way. And that's what I love about this that I've said so many times. I'm always like, oh, this song. And I listen and I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Or I'm like, oh, I love it more. So it's been fun to get that feedback that that's the experience for you guys too. Go ahead. Yes. Sorry. Well, this is not a toxic song. No, right? not at all. Exactly. And so while we've yeah. given him heat in the past for some of songs this is one where like i think this is a really healthy mm-hmm. place this is very honest like, yes a very honest very healthy place yeah um i that i i totally understand i would just was talking to a friend of mine who she is feeling that ticking clock of like i'm getting older and mm-hmm. i i keep every failed relationship i like resent them mm-hmm. because i want to have kids i want to get married yeah. and like i am biologically running out of time out of time to have mm-hmm. the kids thing mm-hmm. and so when you it was not just we didn't just break up I hate you because that's time I could have spent like finding the yeah. person who's going to be the father of my children mm-hmm. you know I can understand that and mm-hmm. John got a lot of heat for saying something about how he was like ready to have kids now recently uh-huh. like just made this giant announcement and you know if you're a man and you're 45 and you want to have kids cool but if you're a woman right. and you're in your 40s it maybe you can't or maybe it's high risk or maybe it's totally fine right. but Everyone was angry about it, and I don't think there's any need to be angry about it. No, of course not. I, that confused me, but I do understand a little bit of like, well, that must be nice. That must be nice for you that you can just decide whatever you want, where biologically other people can't. But uh, absolutely, I, I I totally understand that 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 is inherently unfair. Yeah, but it's not John's fault. But it's not John's yeah. fault. <laughs> Again, yes, agree. It's almost like anything he says. And I'm also, gonna... I'm an adoptive parent. You are. You can have a have a child and mm-hmm. love that child with everything that you have Surrogacy. without mm-hmm. them being, you know, biologically Absolutely yours. Absolutely, you so, can. Yeah. Um. So here's what confuses me. Mm. What does he mean if you want to roll me, like a joint? No. <laughs> like roll around with me? Like is it a euphemism? Um, Do you even know? So it's I totally understand that that's not a very clear and direct like roll thing. Roll downhill. And I'm not gonna have an answer for you that is gonna feel satisfying that's to you rude. there. Um, I just feel like I I get it even if I don't get it. If that makes sense. Well, I see I how it fits get, into the concept of the song. I get the the metaphor. It evokes a feeling for me. Mm-hmm. And sh- if you want to br- read it in a sexual context, mm-hmm. you certainly can. If you want to roll me, you're going to have to roll me all night long. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that just sounds exhausting. <laughs> and it, it could also be like if you're going to. I I think the way that I kind of interpret it internally, mm-hmm. and I'm just realizing that this now, and I don't know why, but this has been my own internal interpretation. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to knock me out, right? If you're going to like 
make give me nope, head over I heels. I like that. I like that. Like if you're gonna do that, like I, like rolling me, I'm literally head over heels as I'm rolling, mm -hmm. right? If you're gonna do that to me, you gotta keep going. Yeah, I don't, don't think just that's do, what he meant, but I love that. Don't do it tonight and then be gone. If you're gonna if you're gonna knock me out, you gotta really like be into it. Well, that's it, kind of how I interpret it. It evoked a feeling for me too, and that feeling was confusion. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> then if you want to use me. Mm -hmm. Then you got to use me till I'm gone. Yeah, if you if you if you're gonna use me, man, we're in this. Till I'm gone. Yeah. Till I'm dead. Till I'm out of energy. Yeah. Till, till I'm all, till I'm all used up. The thing I love most about John Mayer is his mm -hmm. lyrics mm -hmm. and these two stanzas. I don't mm -hmm. know. Uh, the first verse. Yeah. I don't know. Not my favorite. I yeah. love the song. It's just there's something about these two where. But I just, it's odd for a song to catch me and me be like, wait, what? I mm -hmm. don't understand. And sometimes I just don't understand things. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I've gone into how I was raised and my private school. And so sometimes I'm like, oh, what, really? Like, I still things fly over my head, mm -hmm. even though I'm an adult. Because you so, felt shel sheltered? Is that why you like? I don't think I felt sheltered. I think I was sheltered. Mm -hmm. And so not in a bad way. I'm, I prefer that I was sheltered. It mm -hmm. turned out fine. But I think that, um, like, sometimes stuff would be lost on me when I was younger, and occasionally it can happen now. So I just figured it was lost on me and everyone else got it. But that's all. That's all I'm confused about. I think everything else I understood fine. Well, I also, I'm not just being nitpicky, but mm. if you're going to hurt me, then you got to yeah. hold me next to you. Like, you have to apologize. No, that, that, uh, so that was my second favorite line. And if you want to hurt me, and if you're, if you're going to hurt me, mm -hmm. then you got to hold me next to you. Being in a relationship with somebody, in an intimate relationship with somebody, they are going to hurt you, and you are going to hurt them. Yeah. The health and success of a relationship is not based on avoiding hurting each other. Mm -hmm. It's based on being able to repair that hurt when it happens. Because mm. I think it's just unavoidable, right? So th they would say that there's three, some therapists would say that there's three stages to a relationship. Mm -hmm. There's... Uh, Union or harmony, mm -hmm. then there's disharmony or discord, mm -hmm. and then there's repair. Mm -hmm. Right, so things are going great. Like in are, repair, <laughs> right? Yeah, we're we're great. We're going good. Then something's messed up. Yeah, and sometimes you're in that state of being messed up for a while. Mm -hmm. You're not in sync together, mm -hmm. but then you eventually enter into that part of repair, and it's like we need to get back to where we are. Yeah, and like there's this thing that comes when you are in a committed relationship with somebody where you know. I am not going anywhere. My wife knows, like, no matter how many times we fight, mm -hmm. I am not going anywhere. And there's that a sort of safety in, like, okay, so since I know that this is not the last fight we're ever going to have, let's quickly move into the repair part. Like, yeah. Okay, let's start trying to fix, fix this. Mm -hmm. Because there's no point in, like, staying mad at each other. Because we're staying together. Yeah. Right? We are committed to each other. So let's get to that repair as quickly as possible. And so when he's saying, like, uh, and, and if you're gonna hurt me, then you gotta hold me next to you. You're not, we're not running away from it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like oh, if we you, get hurt, we have to hang on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you hurt me, and so the relationship's over. Mm -hmm. No, you hurt me. Let's discuss it. Let's work through it. Let's, you know, stay close as close as we can. Mm -hmm. You know, in these things. I, for me, that line is just like a beautiful understanding of the challenge of being in a long-term relationship. Yeah. You know. I accept that explanation. All right. Yeah. Not really happy with the other two. Um, so let's get to listener feedback and questions. Mm -hmm. Before we do, I'd like to share that 95% of Instagram followers play this song and only 5% skip, which is, I thought was very interesting. Is that our highest ratio yet? 
You know I don't know. I just walk around pretending like I know. Oh, that's a really good ratio. I love it is. that. I think the last one was just as high, though. Okay. Um, okay, so let's get into it. We'll start with Jeff D. Oreo. I love, quote, if you're coming with me, let me know, end quote. Mm -hmm. As you get older, you just don't want people to waste your time because you realize you have less time to give. <laughs> Jeff D. Oreo is on the same page as us. Yep. Vanessa Velasca said, my favorite lyrics are, quote, and if you're going to hurt me, then you got to hold me next to you. Yeah. End quote. Really? This song is so sad. He needs to find a significant other, like, right now. Every time I hear that song, I only think that he needs a hug and a girlfriend laughing, crying emoji. I, crush aside, uh -huh. want to give him a hug probably every other, every other podcast. Yeah. I mean, some of the lyrics just like break your heart. Yeah. I remember when I met him, I wanted to give him a home cooked dinner because he looked too skinny. Aww. Like there's something so like you just want to like take care of him. Is, is it because of his uh, willingness, mm. even like desire to be so vulnerable, to put himself out there that, you know, we aren't used to that level of vulnerability from others? If someone acted like that in real life, it would right. be very weird. Yeah. And so when you when you see somebody who's so willing to expose themselves mm -hmm. and just like bleed on the canvas for you, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I want to protect you because I'm not used to seeing that vulnerability and that level of vulnerability triggers some sort of like maternal or protective instinct in me. Yeah, I think that that's true. But also, if you think back to knowing me, I just think that's my baseline. Oh, okay. Like if I see something wrong, I'm like, oh, I immediately, it's my job to fix that for that person. Uh -huh. And or have anxiety about it for them <laughs> until it's corrected. Because if you're nervous about it, that's right. going to help down Makes the road. Makes it all better. Yep. Uh, I think I've shared that someone told me if you have anxiety about something, you experience it twice. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's awesome. I'm still going to do it. That's so <laughs> smart. Have, I've had more anxiety since reading that, actually. Okay, at Rosie083 said, anytime I watch a video of this uh, song opening up the Sob Rock tour, mm -hmm. specifically the concert I went to, the opener in Albany, I get a little teary and can't help but smile. I remember the anticipation and pure joy I felt and can particularly feel the energy radiating from the video one of those moments where music transcends which is essentially just different words to what you were saying mm -hmm. um neil waltmeyer said about this song mm -hmm. you've given us about last week too the clapton-esque lead guitar playing and tone is so pleasing to the ear just love it hey i'm not alone yeah, yeah. so i i this is like on the internet, like they talk about like John Mayer guitar playing songs, and this song like never comes up. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I think exactly what Neil said. I think it's just like it's perfect. It's exactly what the song needs. Never more, never less. It's mm -hmm. just real. I I've always as the guitar players that I like are not like the fancy. I can shred a million things. Yeah. It's not Steve Vai. It's not Eric Johnson. It's not those cats, mm -hmm. right? I like the guys who play either something that's interesting that I haven't heard before or who fit exactly what they want into the song. I always feel that way about John Frusciante, mm -hmm. who was a on and off again guitar player for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm -hmm. that his stuff is always so tasty. And I feel that way nine times out of 10 about John. Yeah. It's just, this, is, this would be, if someone said, give me like an example of him just playing like super tasty stuff that fits the song, it's this because the guitar doesn't drive the song, the synth does. Mm -hmm. It's one of the few songs where the guitar is a accent piece and yeah. not the lead piece. And mm -hmm. it's just beautifully done. Okay. At Aiko Online underscore says the synced guitar slash body turn at the beginning is very cool, both live and video. Mm -hmm. I meant to mention that, mm -hmm. not to steal ideas. I have written that down 
that there is something about in the video. The like super, the turn. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why it's so cool. Just because it's rock sternness. At Caroline.Gardner says, my boyfriend would jokingly make fun of me for having this on my running playlist, mm. thinking the tempo was too slow. But I'd argue that it definitely works for me. That and any trio song for the most part, which I actually have a lot of John Mayer songs on my, I don't run, but like my walking mm -hmm. and or exercise list. Just because I love them, I don't think it always has to be, you know, super fast tempo. What do you think? Yeah, like, I, like this, I've said before, this song energizes me. Mm -hmm. right? This song yeah. hypes me up. I don't put it on when I go to the gym. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, I, we've talked about this before. I tend to like more aggressive music, so yeah. I listen to the more aggressive end of the spectrum of the stuff I like usually at the gym. Sure. I've been listening to a lot of Assuming We Survive lately at the gym. Shout mm -hmm. out to them. I love when I don't know when somebody, you never say, do you know who Assuming blah, blah, blah yes. is? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I tend to listen to the, the music that's more on the aggressive end of the gym. But I this is I would put on a make me happy playlist. Mm -hmm. If I want songs that I'm going to listen to that are going to put me in a good mood, make me happy. Like I was bopping from the car up to your front door today, just yeah. like with the song in my head. Like that's my favorite part of the podcast is listening to the song right before we do the podcast. Yeah. not today because I fell asleep. <laughs> um, I want to say that my son is 17, and I went to a graduation party for his best friend's sister from uh -huh. college. And the kids were sitting around talking, and we were putting on different music for the party. And my son's friend, Sammy, was like, oh, I'll put on my driving home from the beach playlist. Okay. And I was like, oh, you're driving to and from the beach playlist? And he's like, no, it's my driving home nice. from the beach. And I'm like, why is it driving home? And you know what? Mm. Every song he played, I was like, absolutely, this is a driving home. Because it was like, he goes, no, it's like straight hip hop exciting music on the way there but right. on the way back it's like more mellow mm. not he didn't have any john mayer but like right. you know kind of in that vein and i just thought that was adorable nice that's great at j dot alan clark says a great mix of mayor and toto there you go definitely um let's see at ap cappy 34 said cannot get enough of the song was this song a big hit because everyone loves it in our dms here I, What's the definition of a big hit, I guess? So it he did win his first MTV Music Award for this song. What? I remember seeing that in my research. That's his first MTV Award? Yeah. I mean, it's MTV, so it's like... Yeah, but still, that's shocking. It's been around so long. And I don't remember with the category. I just remember seeing that and kind of noting, making note of that in the back of my head as I was doing my research. Someone but... saw Marin Morris's outfit. Yep. Uh, AP Cappy 34 said, I listened to the TikTok clips over and over again until the song came out. I did that too. Because you're like so, no pun intended, like thirsty for the new music. Mm -hmm. Like if I listen to it over and over again, maybe I'll know what the whole song oh, sounds like. Yeah. At Kimberly underscore underscore GK said, love LTH, quote, I'm not a fallen angel. I just fell behind. I just included hers because several people said, said the same, same thing. thing over and over again. So, you know, sometimes you guys are one of the lucky ones. You're the one I pick. Yep. And uh, that is all for listener feedback and questions. All right. So now it's time for us to rate some songs. Mm -hmm. So, oh, Jill. Multiple. <laughs> Rate some songs. We're gonna, we're gonna, we might do a couple of them. We're gonna rate some song. Uh, Jill, is this uh, the John Mayer who sings a quiet song, or is this the John Mayer who turns the ladies on? Well, according to Instagram, it is sixty-seven percent turns the ladies on. Okay. Thirty-three percent quiet song with multiple frustration that we don't have a third category. Listen, friends, y'all gonna have to come to terms with it. This is no, a dialectic. There's which two is, choices. He has his cardigan on song oh okay and i don't hate that the player skip i'm like no you need to pick a side right you're all gonna pick depends if i have a depends column right but 
I see what they're saying with a cardigan because it's like it's you know pretend quiet song tattoos under the cardigan really turn the ladies on so I'm, I'm thinking about adding a third category okay well what's your answer though I don't know because I didn't write it down so. oh my god <laughs> I told you I wasn't as prepared as normal I'm gonna go that it's predominantly a quiet song while understanding the argument mm -hmm. that people are gonna say it turns the ladies on because it's like oh I'm looking for love oh be the person who loves me but I don't think that's what he was doing here. I don't think he was like, oh, I'm a handsome musician. Let me write a sob, <laughs> sob story mm -hmm. about how, oh, no one loves me. I need a girlfriend to drive the girls wild. I don't think that was his motivation here. Mm -hmm. I think this is a very genuine, short, lyrically, concise, I really am looking for something. It's my last chance. Hope this works out. Quiet song. What do you think? Uh, are you ready? I have a strong take here, which is not surprising. I always, I always have a strong take. This is a turn the ladies on song. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Let's, yeah, let's it support is. your statement. Okay, here's here here's what it is. He is just putting it out there. He was like, no. if you're coming with me, gotta let me know. I think he doesn't mean all of us. And so I usually when I say um, like it's a turn the ladies on song, it's because I think he's like being some sort of some level of like wink wink nudge yeah. nudge Lothario. I don't mean that in this case. Okay. I don't think there's any of that here. I agree with that. I think this is just authentic, yeah. like direct, vulnerable, mm -hmm. turn the ladies on. I think there's so many women out there and you're shaking your head in disagreement. So now you have to flood her inbox audience <laughs> out there. That Please don't flood my personal inbox. That 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 level of directness, mm -hmm. that level of I'm looking for a commitment and nothing mm -hmm. else. That level of I am not going to waste your time. Mm -hmm. I, we're too grown mm -hmm. for me for us to play games. Exactly, he's being grown. Yes, that he turns the ladies facts. on. There are women out there, men as well. There are humans out there mm -hmm. who want a grown partner. I think that accidentally or as a byproduct of sharing his real feelings, mm -hmm. he's maybe turned some ladies on, mm -hmm. but I don't think that was his intention. Therefore, it's a quiet song. I don't think I don't think this was intended to be a quiet song. I just think he's... I don't think he intends... I don't think he says which category would right. make the song. I, I, I just think... <laughs> well, then we could go cardigan. I think, you know, there's something like... You heard the term like grown and sexy, right? This yeah. is a grown and sexy song. That's fine. I don't think that makes it fall into that. And the internet would agree with me. So I don't know who you think is going to flood my inbox. 67... Oh, no. They didn't agree with me. Yeah. 67% said turn the ladies You know who's going to flood your inbox? All the people out there who was like, give me a man who knows what he wants. Give me a man who's not going to play around and I, waste my games, waste my time and play games. That yes, it might have had that effect, but he wrote a personal poem. It was like a journal entry. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. Give me a man who's not going to waste the best years of my life. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, so uh, Jill. Lucas. How you doing? <laughs> Good. Thanks for coming here. It's my house. <laughs> Appreciate you being here. Uh, how does this song make you feel about John Mayer? Um, we're going to go with Jill loves this. Makes This song makes Jill love John with a 4.0 on a scale of 1 to 5. Okay. Uh, it's Bop. Uh-huh. I liked the video. Mm -hmm. I liked that it just looked like it really was shot, mm -hmm. you know, in the early 90s maybe. Um, I love the vulnerability and the honesty. I don't feel that it's turns ladies on song or that I'm having that reaction to it. Mm -hmm. I expect... Someone that age to feel this way. Just, I don't think we need to be that impressed mm -hmm. that he finally, quote unquote, feels this way or that he feels this way. And I just think it's a great song. So 4.0 for me. Nice. And you? I'm gonna uh, go with five. I'm gonna go with a five. Yeah. Because I, I the song is such a feel-good song musically for me. Mm -hmm. And uh 
there is there is a part of my personality that is still very young mm-hmm. that is like I'm going out all the time and there's a part of me that like enjoys like the game and all mm-hmm. of that stuff mostly because I didn't really do that when I was younger right so I know there's like a little bit of like I don't want to say Lothario that's too no, extreme not at all. but like renegade maybe a little mm. bit there's a little bit of han solo in me let's mm-hmm. put it that way all right sure um that likes to kind of push the envelope and like there's a part of me that like loves shocking you mm-hmm. with like anymore with absolutely everything that i do is yeah. like oh heavens there was a real phase yeah. like oh heavens <laughs> definitely never said oh heavens <laughs> you were over there I'd like say, oh lucas <laughs> uh like you know saying hail mary's on my behalf and whatever <laughs> So, fun anecdote before you finish yeah. is that I refused to see Star Wars my entire life mm-hmm. until you made me. Do you remember yeah. that? Were we at Amy's house? No, we were at my house. Were in your house? Okay. My parents' house. Yeah, okay. you were like, absolutely not. This is happening. You need to watch these. And I was like, oh, this is going to be dumb. It wasn't. They're pretty good. Yeah, there you go. Um, and so, like, there's some of that stuff, some of the songs from his younger years that I can kind of, like, relate to and understand yeah. and enjoy. This is where I am now. This is who I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want to be this guy who's just like, not that I need someone. I'm, I'm already on the train, right? Yeah. I got my partner who I'm riding through. But mm-hmm. like that level of just like no playing games. Yeah. Just blatant honesty. Here's mm-hmm. who I am. That, that is super attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, you know, just like, here I am. Like, yeah. you can take it or you can leave it. Yeah. And uh, there's still so much of me that wants to be liked by everybody that I have to like constantly talk myself into like not splitting you know sides just like so you still like me and just be who i am authentically Mm -hmm. um and this ironically people respond to that yeah right yeah so yeah i i'm 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 in i love it i hate when people don't like me oh yeah it's the worst yeah the weirdest personality (laughs) i'm always nervous and i'm not happy unless everyone likes me which they don't so i'm not very happy sometimes um okay so did you bring a discussion question yeah okay because i didn't okay so yeah because you said you were really unprepared I didn't say really unprepared. You were like, I'm so unprepared right now. You're going to carry this entire episode. Um, So there, I, I've said I love this song a whole bunch of different times and and kind of the same way. I also understand how there's something about this song that could be kind of Mm off-putting, and I wanted to get your opinion on it as Mm -hmm. somebody who loves John Mayer. I think you could read this as sort of like settling, of like. Where he says, like, maybe you're the last train home. Like, eh, maybe it's you. And I'm just like, eh. There's some vibes there that I'm not crazy about. Uh-huh. It's not even so much. I, I didn't see it that way, but I do. I totally get your point. And uh-huh. Not that you're making that point since you were asking, but right. I do agree that there was like, well, maybe you're it. it it's more like, <laughs> and this is just an accident, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's intentional. I don't think it's being arrogant. Like, obviously, you're going to want to be on the train with me. Uh-huh. And this is the last one home. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's no question about... I, there's like, yeah, if you like me, you I want you to do this. If you hurt me, I want you to do this. But it's never like, do you love me? I hope you love me. It's like, obviously, you're into me. Mm-hmm. And so, I just want to let you know that I might be taking this last train home. Mm-hmm. That if you wanted to pick it apart, you could walk away with either one of those feelings, I think. Yeah, I don't get the, like, obs are going to like me. I get the, like... Either you do or you don't, and mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out there. I'm not going to play the game of yeah. trying to convince you if, you, if you're not in. I don't in. think he's saying that in there. Nowhere in there am I getting that he's like, I'm not going to try and convince you. You don't think so? When he's no. just like, if, no. if you want to know me, then you got to know me all the way through. If you want to use it, No, I think he's just saying, this is what I'm looking for. You need to match my so commitment to this relationship. Uh-huh. You need to match my 
that I'm looking at this for the long term. I don't think it's anything about like you need to take me as I am. Mm. But I can see how you can read it that yeah. way. And I, I just I I could also see the idea of like I'm running for the last train home that like you're just running and you just you just want a train. Any, Any train, train, right? That's headed towards forever. Right. And yeah. it's not necessarily, it's about like, I need someone to fit this spot mm -hmm. as opposed to I found this person and here's the spot that they fit. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm really fortunate. I love it from, I love this for me, mm -hmm. that that was what happened for me because I wasn't running for any train. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that spot. I didn't want to get married. I was fortunate enough to meet somebody who made me want to be married to them. Yeah. Right. So that it wasn't like I needed someone to fit into the spot. I this, this person like begrudgingly pulled me into that yeah. to that place. Um, and so like for me, I, I'm glad that it worked that way for me because um, I could see a little bit how you could be like, do you love me or do you just need somebody to love? Yeah, you know? me or the thought of me. Yeah, me or the thought of me. I mean, it's got to be hard when you're famous or a celebrity or whatever you want to call it and you're trying to find a partner mm -hmm. who maybe isn't famous. Oh, I almost think you can't. Not that you would seek that out, but right. you, it would be hard if you were talking to someone who wasn't like, what's the motivation? Or even right. someone who is famous. Like when people are like, oh, I would date a fan, I wouldn't date a fan. Like that's never made sense to me. Why would you date someone who's like, I think your music's trash? Why would you be like, oh, I, that's the one for me? Like on, on some level, they have to be your they don't have to be your fan, but it would make sense, especially if you're as vulnerable as he is. Mm -hmm. It's like, here's my diary. My song catalog is like a diary. When I'm not trying to be super clever and turn the ladies on, there's some real honest, emotional stuff in there. And you'd be like, I'm going to date that girl because I would never date someone who likes my music. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make sense. I'm not making an argument for myself. Do you see where that's always bothered me? People are like, oh, if they were a fan. Oh, I like them because they didn't know who I was. Everyone knows who you are if you're famous. So I think what you're, what, what they're getting at there mm -hmm. is, I totally hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. what they're, I think what they're trying to address is a power imbalance. Mm. I don't want somebody who I have that much power over. Yeah. You're a fan. You already put me up here and you below there. Yeah. So I think that's what they're getting after. Not like, oh, you can't enjoy my art or like what I do for a living. Yeah, like, that, I see what you're I, saying. That, that's not the issue. The issue is like, oh, I just want to touch a lock of your hair. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, no. That's weird. You yeah. want, you want, <laughs> and, and that's why I think it's so hard for people who are famous to date people who aren't famous. Yeah. You want an equal partner, if that's what you're looking for. If you're looking for an equal partner then it, it's a lot easier to find who someone who has already attained a similar level of success. This is not new to them. Yeah. This is not something they're aspiring to or, you know, fame or financial security, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier when it's like, oh, you don't need me to be famous because you're famous on your own. Yeah. You know, but are you familiar with, there's, a, there's this TikTok account that goes to like what they call PR couples. And they're like saying all these couples who aren't like real couples. Yeah, that's weird when people Or that. they're like, maybe they are real couples but they're doing going into it knowing that yeah. this is for yeah. our careers like are coming out and like yeah the, the big examples like taylor swift and tom hiddleston oh i were they a fake couple that that's well, that's what these people these people are saying that mm -hmm. like that was the a great example of a fake or pr couple i mean they never really made sense to me so i guess but yeah. uh yeah i just can't imagine taking the time and energy and then i'm so how i am i'm like no i'm in love with them <laughs> after five seconds yeah um okay well i don't have a discussion question so that brings us to next week next week is your choice do you have your choice ready to go i do oh i'm so excited what's it gonna be no such thing oh that's a great choice why have we not done that song yet i've, I've thought about it it's on my list almost every time well i think at first we reserved it because i wasn't sure what song amy wanted to do okay and she ended up doing my stupid mouth so we were fine so we're doing no such thing this is probably my favorite jazz. choice of yours so far good job rude that what? would be walt grace 
No, that was your favorite choice. Oh, that's yours. right. <laughs> I'm really excited for that. It's I am be a good too. One. And I also wanted to get away from anything heavy. Most of the songs are heavy. Yeah. Or sad or super emotional, vulnerable. And I was like, well, this is fun right. and sarcastic and pointing out a lot of things that you felt passionately about. But you know what? I'm going to stop talking about it because we're talking about it next week. Yeah, well, that's what I've been doing with my last two choices, right? Bigger Than My Body was my last choice. And this mm-hmm. one, they're just songs that make me feel good. I also thought, like, people might get mad if I picked another song from Born and Raised. <laughs> uh, I think they would, yes. So I'm just going to go through the albums in order and pick one song, like a circle. You know, I'm, I, think, I think my next choice, I'm going to go to something off uh, mm-hmm. Battle Studies. Have we done a lot off Battle Studies yet? We've no. We've only done Edge of Desire. Really? So I might do something off Battle Studies, but I also really want to do... I'm probably going to do something off Battle Studies or Paradise Valley. Both, okay. both of which have been underserved. Yeah. So. It's hard. Yeah. There's a lot of good songs. But and we'll see. And every third week we have no control. Right. So. Okay, so okay. that's it. Have a great awesome. week. Awesome. See you guys next week. Bye. Catch that last train.